me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. The Wizard. Man, I got an idea for a game to play. Uh, and I thought of it coming in. And it's kind of a TikTok trend. And I used to do it on the radio. But I thought it'd be fun to do specifically with Matt and you. Okay. Now, Matt's not here with us all day. And he certainly doesn't listen. That's quite obvious. Oh, no, no, so, no. So he's not going to hear this. Uh, but I thought I, I'm going to take a word and give it to the listeners. And then throughout the day, you're going to try to sprinkle that word into things we're talking to with Matt. Okay. Um, I don't know what the word will be yet. Sure. We, got, uh, we should try it later in the week then, too. We will. We will. I'll come up with some words. I'm going to give you the word. We'll announce it early on. And then you're just going to try to sneak it into conversations. Man, it better be a good word. Uh, well, should it we will, take suggestions? But too it's not. Yeah, words? we're definitely going to take suggestions. Okay, okay. Just because I was thinking about how the British use "in it," like instead of "isn't it," they use "in it." Ooh, that one seems too obvious. Um, but there are other things. Uh, I'm what? thinking more like thesaurus kind of words that wouldn't be used in everyday yeah, yeah. Uh, vernacular. Um, but to where it's weird that you're using it in a conversation. Yeah, and like that you've, I'm really forcing it in there. Yes, and that you've used it several <laughs> times throughout the day. But that's the goal is you you want it to, to work in seamlessly when we're doing our segments with Matt. Okay. And you don't want him to really notice. You, you, you don't want to be called out for it, for sure. Okay. But you do have to use the word every segment with I Matt. I accept this challenge. You like it? Okay, yeah. good. Because you're also, you're a... I mean, you're, you're I'm a big words out you're here. a wordsman. You uh you are well versed in literature and poetry, so I think you're the perfect person to do this. I think so. It won't come across immediately at least like I'm doing something weird because every once in a while I'll throw a word in there, you know. Yeah, and the thing people haven't heard of chicanery. And, What's that? Oh, jeez. If, if I did it uh Matt would just make that CJ being stupid or mispronouncing something, just like how instead of saying controversy, I've like saying controversy lately yeah, yeah, yeah. or details. Hey, uh, details are how some people across the world pronounce it. it very true. And so, so you're not wrong. So is controversy. Oh, it is? British, Australian, Ugh. New Zealanders. They say, they say controversy. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I want to find a way to kind of sneak this in. And I think it'll be fun. And I think it'll give the listeners to play a game with us. And then at the... Uh, at the end of a certain period of time, what we'll do is we'll reveal this to Matt and we'll take a clip, a mashup clip of all the times we've snuck something in. <laughs> uh, it'll be a secret game we play the yeah. listeners, you, me, against Matt, and yeah. he doesn't know the entire we'll time. good, too, that we, bastard. Oh, we will. And it won't be of... every day. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I think the word will have to be a little more obvious than presumptuous or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that seems a little more common. Curmudgeon would have been a good one if this was were 10 years ago. I feel ago. like that still wouldn't be out of the way if you said that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We'll figure it yeah. out. <laughs> I'm such a curmudgeon today. We'll we'll figure it out, <laughs> and it'll be nice to see how you have to yeah. work that into random conversations. I'm glad it won't be every single segment, like with Emily or just you. Well, obviously it wouldn't it, be just and, you. And it'll only be like maybe one day out of the week. But okay. during that one day, you're going to have a work of the day. Awesome. And that's what you're going to have to sneak into conversation without Matt. All right, listener. Give and me a, and give it me... ought to be every time Matt's on air. Every segment, every break we do. No, I understand that. Okay. I'm glad it's not every single segment. It's not though. every single yeah, yeah. segment all day okay. long, but every time we're with Matt, uh, and you can text us some words yeah, that we'll please. put in our uh, thing, and I'll draw them randomly. I'll put the words in a bucket and we'll pick them out. 835-1015 if you want to give us a word of the day. Obviously nothing, you know, no cusses, you know, things yeah, we can we say, can't on, say air. on air. Yeah, we can't say on air, that's for sure. I mean, you can send us, like, two suggestions, and one of them can be that one. For one of them f- can be yeah. yeah, the other one should be real, though. Please do. Yeah. Call me. Maybe. Spencer, what was your greatest accomplishment at the age of 29? Oh, man. Don't, don't even remember. answer, you lazy piece of crap. No. Because on this day in history, March 7th, 1876, a 29-year-old Alexander Graham Bell 
received a patent for his revolutionary new invention. Whatever. The telephone. No big deal. That's right. Uh, while working in Boston, the English-Scottish-born, I think Scottish-born, uh, Bell became interested in the possibility of transmitting speech over wires, similar to the invention of the telegraph, which was done uh, in 1843. So for 30 years now, you had the telegraph, you had telegraph wires, you had that ability uh, but there was a bit of a drawback. It still required hand delivery of messages. It required encoding and decoding the little taps back and forth. Yeah. It took a lot more time. Uh, Bell wanted to improve on this by creating a harmonic telegraph, a device that combined aspects of just that, the telegraph, and the record player to do what? Let individuals speak to each other from a distance. His first device was very rudimentary. Sure. It was uh, two cream corn cans yeah, and a string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Uh, he found that could not quite stretch over the Atlantic Ocean. No. So it wouldn't really be able to help. Uh, not, enough, not enough rope and string. Not enough in the world. Uh. And that's when uh, he started working on a, a, a machine, a prototype that uh, had sound waves which would vibrate, causing an electric current to vary Ooh. in intensity and a frequency. Nice. A little iron plate would vibrate Ooh. and then make a little <laughs> diaphragm vibrate. Ooh. And then these vibrations, you like it when I say vibrations, uh, speaking of the mat game, there we go. Uh, they were transferred mad magnetically to another wire yeah. and uh, blah, 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 it vibrated and it made a sound similar yeah. to the sound we awesome. make. Uh, with our radio. voices right now. <laughs> uh, the very first uh, message that came through. Hello. Mr. Watson, come here. I need you. Was that or, right? uh, No, it was Dave's not here, man. <laughs> so that was the that was the very first uh, thing. Wow, the, what the, happened to telephones? Do we still use them today, <laughs> CJ? Uh, we do. We use them to send what are called uh, text messages, which are uh, written and read. Yes. Uh, on the screen. Yeah, so shut up. Get Rather out of here. Rather than calling. Alexander Bell. Uh, I'm I don't 29. Know. I, I think uh, we do use phones quite a bit because we got a lot of people on right now. Call her. What happened to him? Okay, call her. All right, let's, uh, let's check the next line. Call me, maybe. All right, surely my favorite song on, bro. someone's trying to get through on the phone right now. This is this is a little embarrassing that we're doing an entire uh, call-in segment and no one's here. Uh, Should have. Oh well. It's okay. I don't. Maybe they don't know how to use their devices. I don't think they do. Uh, do but we don't even call give us. Give out the number. Text us only. Only <laughs> yes, text yes, us. Yes. Only forever. Uh, five one two eight three five one one five. But Text anyhow, maybe. on this day in history, the absolute change, uh, revolutionary uh, device, the telephone was invented. And I remember a time and day. This is how old I am. Wow. When you had to memorize all your friends' numbers. Yeah, no, man. You, or, couldn't, you couldn't write it down on a notepad? They no. didn't make those up yet. Uh, and then there were pagers, which I had in high school. <laughs> you had a pager, man? Yeah, man, wow. but I paid for like a month of it. Then I just had I, it for the looks. I don't know why. I mean, I used to think those were cool as a kid, but I didn't even know so how did they, I, I didn't even know they, they were pointless to use. Yeah. Then in college, I had a, uh, I had a, there was a, a phone booth next to the house I lived in. And you would basically, on a little wadded up card in my wallet, I had all my important numbers or the numbers of some cuties I was going to try to call. Uh, did not have anything memorized uh, besides the very, very, very important ones. And right, now, like family home, you know. Now that's just just impossible. It's all in the cell phone. It's what? grown and developed so much uh, that a lot any... of people call the iPhone the biggest invention of our lifetime. I think so. Do you uh, do you have any numbers like memorized still? I think uh, I got my, my mom and dad's place, my mom, grandma's, dad, my own. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. We got to give that one out. Yeah. Um, well, people actually are calling. Let's no. test, let's test the phone. Caller, crank, crank the do you like having the phone? Oh. Caller, do you like using your phone? Yeah. What? Okay. Cool. People like using their phone. There wow. you go. I think people thought I was giving something away. <laughs> oh well. There you go. Happy uh, invention of the phone day on this day in history. That's why today's the greatest. A sex therapist on TikTok says you should be making out with your partner every night. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Ooh, we kissing on social cues. I love it. Emily, I like you just did a little kiss there. Um, As for you, you it, like to do those. I, no, Spencer likes to do them. He does them good. Give oh. us a kiss. 
I'm putting you to bed. I want him to tuck me in. Yeah, Yeah. and to read me a bedtime story. (laughs) So as someone that's uh, in a very long-term relationship, uh, Mm -hmm. have been in a few, I'm I'm interested in this because I will say making out tapers off a little bit as you get older and as you do it. But this sex therapist says, hey, you got you to gotta do it. Yeah, and that's exactly what she's talking about. So she goes through and uh, she explains this theory called the bristle reaction, um, which basically means that whenever you're at the beginning of a relationship, uh, you know, you're all over each other, you're kissing, blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of starts to fizzle out where making out becomes the initial way to like to initiate sex. Yeah, right? and I think that's why my fiance probably doesn't want to make out as much. One, because I always make jokes about French kissing <laughs> and annoy her. And two, like uh, she's probably thinks that if we get into a kissing session, exactly. I'm going to want to have sex. Exactly, which and, is true. And, and, and see, and that's what this sex therapist it's is talking true. about. So always then, true. You know, your fiance's reaction is what's called the bristle reaction. You know, whenever your partner, like, you know tries to make a move on you and you just go, uh, you know, because you're you think not that that's in the mood, yeah. yeah, you're not in the mood. So uh, this is what her and her husband uh, does mm. to kind of completely squash that entire theory. Intent behind our nightly makeout sessions is to actually break the connection between making out and sex. We wanted to give ourselves lots of experiences where we were making out and it wasn't leading to sex. So our rule is that we have to make out every single night and there has to be some tongue contact. So that Ooh, is French her rule. Kissing, all right. <laughs> she, she goes on to explain that, yeah, there needs to be a little bit of tongue contact. And even if they're exhausted, you can have just a little quick little make out session yeah. um, just so that, you know, and not have sex afterwards. Making out's a lot of fun. Kissing is my favorite thing. Yeah, I, I love am a big out. kisser. It's like cuddling plus. Extra activities, cuddling. <laughs> yeah, cuddling, except for you pay the extra, yeah. you know, five ninety nine a month. That's right. Um, and there's the exclusive right. content. <laughs> and listen, making out's great, but when you're in a long relationship, whatever, I think we should be able to make out with random people all the time. Ah. As long as it's just making out, then it's not cheating. Honestly, eating, I... Eating, well, well, I tongue or no hmm. tongue for these random people, though? I think once you start tonguing, then you're getting sexual yeah, okay. because yeah, of the tongue. Yeah, yeah no that makes tongue. you start to feel the tingles. Yeah, yeah just random makeouts. Yeah. Dudes, ladies, I, non-binary, I, uh, doesn't matter. Just make out with me. I'm down. When it, Especially when it's like a specific, like, circumstance. So during New Year's. You mentioned this. I yes. had the same thing in college. Yes. Go on. Do, during New Year's, me and the guy that I'm seeing, we were, you know, like we weren't going to be together for New Year's. He had a wedding to go to and I had other plans and we both agreed. I was like, we we gotta we gotta kiss her friends, and he was like, "Yeah, we gotta kiss her friends." So uh-huh, I was like, "All uh-huh, right, uh-huh. we're yes. going. We bet you better be kissing your friends on New Year's because I want you to have good luck. Because if I'm going to have to be with you, then I don't want your bad luck everywhere. Right now, you'll so, have double luck. Each, yeah. each one of you. So I mean, we kissed her friends. Yeah, you know, he kissed his his guy friends. I kissed my girlfriends. But I mean. It, that was a little easier because, like, I don't know. It's kind of heteronormative being like, ah, the same sex. But it didn't have to be. It was just kind of like, Kiss whatever. Someone, damn it. Yeah, because kissing, <laughs> kissing can mean either a lot or it can mean absolutely nothing. And yeah. I think that's why this rule is very cool. And I think it's really fun because that is an issue. And I haven't been in a long-term relationship in four years. And watching this TikTok brought back a lot of flashbacks of, like, Oh my gosh, I do remember, you know, not feeling like right. I could ever make out with my partner without it leading to something else or like feeling like I was being like used. Yeah. So I just like kissing people. I it's love fun. making kissing out. and cuddling. It's so innocent. We it's had a, so sweet. a group of friends in college and that mm-hmm. was like what we do just for fun. Like it was literally no connection, just yeah. fun kissing. Just kissing. Just some, just some kissing. I, um, now, yeah. Here's the problem. You got to make sure they don't have cold sores. They oh, got a little yeah. scab on their lip. You got to be careful. Actually, if they have a scab, no, man, the, the cold sore's already passed. You're not going to catch it if they have a scab, but then you're just going to get, you know, chappy lips. It's well, it's a lot. I think it's fun to try to catch them so you can pop them. 
Um, I'm, 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 I'm the, get the sweet juice from inside. No, I'm it's kidding. A, it's gross. a kissable gusher. Disgusting. Spencer, oh, give, us, gross. give us the noise of you uh, getting into that fruit by the foot fresh gusher. Come on, just give us a little Ew. noise. What are you doing? No, I don't want to do this anymore. Come on, Spencer. You, you guys the made the imagery too intense. Then you're gonna get cold sore all over your face. Yeah, I know. They get, yeah. If they get in your eyes, you can go blind. Hopefully, they don't get in my hair. Ew, herpes hair. You look like Dilbert. Things you sure kids should probably know, but they ain't going to learn in school. Another day, another parent pickup with our friend Matt Bearden and learning uh, become a theme so far this week. I Well, I try to find stuff that maybe like parents will be interested in, but also like lots of other people. I would think that there's stuff that out there that we don't know and we wish we knew. I yeah, don't yeah, believe yeah. you. Oh, you don't? I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, well, it's not just the facts that people would learn from like, did you know? Which is a fantastic uh, bit you can listen to later. Um, but uh, here's one. You ever sat down and gone uh, with a group of people to eat dinner and the bill comes and for some reason uh, everyone says, okay, and then they throw in their money and somehow you're the last person and you're like, well, why are we $10 short, everybody? And no one can seem to come up with the answer of who's short on the bill. Math, it's hard. I guess it's sort of how. It's rough. Um, how come we're not teaching kids how to split bills in school? Again, like I just said, math is hard. Yeah, well, it, it, it's annoying when you sit down with a group of adults and they can't figure out something as simple as a split. Now, when you get older, everybody just throws in a credit card and it's just split up evenly. Adult split, sure. But when you're younger, it, your money's yeah. really important. It's kind of tight and you yeah. need to know how to do it exactly. And people still don't seem to know how to do that and add a 15 or 18 or 20% tip. It's... I don't get it. I don't get it. We need more life stuff in school, I agree, because at first I was very upset about that Common Core math, but then I got it. Then my brain opened up and understood why Common Core math. It's not teaching you the easiest way to add 10 plus 5. It's teaching your brain to solve problems in other ways. It's yes. not about solving a math problem the fastest way. It's about when other problems arise, you can right. blah, blah, blah. The concept of moving numbers around, like a, or, or, or moving volume around in your head. Speaking of moving around, uh, here's another thing we don't seem to understand. Uh, how cars keep you poor. Yeah. Okay. We aspire to have really nice cars yeah. with all the add-ons. But a lot of people go in and uh, they just go, okay, I got my payment where I want it to be. There's not a full understanding of how much they're actually paying over time, Right. Uh, what what money they could have saved if the they had bought massive, a different way. Interest. depreciating value of vehicles. Yes. Not to mention, uh, by the time you're done paying it off, usually that's when you start having to get new tires. Yeah. Get, like, that's what uh, it's... And also, the full cost of owning a car right, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. If you buy a clunker, too, that thing can get expensive just with the amount of repairs you've got to keep to maintain those things. Sure, but sometimes those repairs, even monthly, would be less than a full car payment or a payment on a lease, especially a lease sure. that's going to have a big balloon on the inside, on the outside when you go return the thing and you have this uh, other payment hanging over your head. Uh, we don't do a good job <laughs> of teaching everybody what that means yeah. and that, hey, a really nice car is usually something you should reserve for when you've got everything else in your life taken care of and First, some extra dough, correct. right? I'm dealing with that now because my car's paid off and I really want to get something new. But then I'm like, wait, my I'm my car's paid off. Yeah. I it don't serves, have another bill. It serves its function. It gets you places. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. Nothing yeah. would. Well, I, I, if you think of a car, well, let's go one bigger. I didn't know anything about home buying until after I had bought a home, right? Ooh. And I think a lot of people go through the same thing. There's no real class to teach in school no. about what does home buying mean, what are all the hidden costs of owning a home? How expensive is owning a home? When is it better to lease or to rent instead of to buy? What are the advantage, the disadvantage, all those things? What is escrow? This is a lot of stuff we could have, should have, would have learned in home ec. Uh, not just baking a pie and grocery shopping, but literally economics. The ec part of home. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the actual economic part. Um, anyway, these are three things that probably your school is not going to teach your kids, but you would do a really good service to, well, honestly, let's be honest, to yourself, because who are the kids going to come to when they're out of money <laughs> and the credit card bill is backed up and people are calling them, right? Uh, let's teach our kids these three simple things. Matt, Matt Emily, Emily, and Spenny. Just a few of the weirdos that can tolerate this guy. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Eat healthy, save money. We've got some tips for you. Look, fat as 
I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Last week, Spencer and I both talked about our March goals. Mine to spend less money, him to eat out less. And a lot or of people overall have the goal in the new year to uh, to just be healthier. And it kind of starts to dip off towards the end of February. And that's why we thought, you know what? It is possible to do. Not all of us are efficient meal preppers or even have a schedule conducive to uh, doing a lot of the things that a lot of you amazing humans do. So I found some tips uh, to save money at the grocery store and to help you eat better and uh, have a little more uh, money in your wallet. Uh, to go back over a few things that we discussed, Spencer, um, number one, just get those H-E-B prepped meals. Yeah, if you're feeling lazy. Super uh, easy. It's totally fine to uh, stick to that. They're, I mean, it's a little more pricey than, say, getting the ingredients and doing it yourself, but that takes time, and you ain't got time. These are easy. You want to relax after work. Yeah. Meal simples are pretty good. You just toss them in the oven. Uh, yeah. A couple of the things recommended. Meal prep, if not prepping, at least meal planning. Yes. Making yourself a menu before you go to the grocery store so you have options of things to eat throughout the week. Build a freezer stash of nutritious food, different things that'll keep you from uh, just the tempting late night ordering from Taco Bell via favor. Uh, it's really easy to make a 10-minute dinner with a lot of these things, and we have read before that frozen veggies and fruits actually can be healthy. They just have as many nutrients as uh fresh veggies and they won't uh, go bad uh, get creative in the kitchen look up a lot of recipes to make things at yeah. home our friend sawyer of course made us a taco bell brisket pizza yeah do it yourself quite delicious. emily was talking the other day how she had some ingredients was gonna get, she thought she was gonna get taco bell and i was like no you know what i'm gonna go home i'm gonna I make my own cheesy bean and rice or whatever at home yeah uh, here are a few swaps you can do at the grocery store to make it a little more healthier instead of bananas in your basket go for apples apples have a lot more fiber and personally uh cause a lot less heartburn yeah. Instead of white potatoes, try sweet potatoes for more vitamin A. Leave out the lettuce, pick up some spinach. Oh. Um, I've, I think spinach is a little cheaper, too, and it's easy to boil down and make into different kinds yeah, of good things that less, you can mix in with other stuff. A bit less sugar content, I guess. I mean, there's not a lot of sugar in, in these greens anyway, but uh, the iceberg specifically is a little, I think, on the sweeter side. And technically, it says it has more folate, and if you want to get real healthy, you can add in some kale. Now, kale tastes like Ooh. ass no matter oh, how yeah. you spin it. Yeah. But if you do a bag of kale, a bag of spinach, and boil it with some Louisiana hot sauce and maybe put like some chicken and some other things in there. You're not going to be tasting too much of the kale. Right. It's just good for you. That's it. You got to get it in there. Uh, swap out your regular yogurt for Greek yogurt for more protein. The yogurt, yeah. of course, also really helps with your gut bacteria and stuff. Now, That's that important, too. Yeah, don't forget about your, uh, your gut. That doesn't mean just get the sweet, sugary strawberry yogurt with granola yeah. on top. That yeah, stuff's please, not always more healthy. Please don't do that often. You, you treat yourself every once in a while. But yeah, high sugar content, not good for you, and it can rot your teeth, baby. You want those Very things, much. right? I don't, I don't know. They're good for you. Uh, some of the budget-friendly swaps that are recommended, instead of buying shredded cheese, pick up a block of cheese. Block of cheese is much, much cheaper. It's yeah. the same stuff, and you can just, you probably have a cheese grater in your home. If yeah. not, I'm sure you have a knife. If you haven't used it yet, they're a hell of a lot of fun. It, 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 just look at it. It looks fun. You can Do also it. just bite into it if you want. No, man, don't be like you. Come on. Instead of getting <laughs> packaged nuts and seeds, uh, buy in bulk instead. A lot of HEBs now actually have the bulks that uh, Central Markets or Whole Foods used to. Yeah. Saves you a lot of money. You're also going to get a lot less of the uh, salts and preservatives and other things that uh, are by Oh, yeah. You. When they're packaging that stuff, they got to use a lot more just to make sure it stays fresh, if you will. Uh, same goes for swapping out canned beans and canned foods for bagged dry beans. Yeah. Also cheaper less preservative stuff like that sure i'd say rice too but you can also get some of the like the uh, the the quick and easy rice too for on the cheap like a uh, absolutely or, uh, yeah yeah uh it says to substitute this is the only thing instead of doing do canned instead when it comes to fresh seafood if you do canned fish uh it still has a lot of nutrient it's yeah. a lot cheaper it might not taste as great but Plus, there you go a few my, tips yeah it might have higher sodium content if you're watching that but yeah 
That's probably good for you. I like to suggest also, if you're feeling on the lazier side, get some sandwich stuff, uh, stuff maybe on the lower Correct. sodium side, just a few, maybe some cheese or a vegetable or something you can quickly throw together too and just slap in a sandwich whenever you're not feeling quite as uh, prep heavy. Sure. And yeah. it's easy to throw together a sandwich yeah. if you're in a mood to prep stuff. Throw it together, put it in the fridge in a bag, or like I recommended, you know, you can make ones, get a hoagie, Wrap it in tin foil so you can throw it in the oven. Then you sure. have a warm sandwich. And then just get you a couple different bags of those little chips. That way your sandwich is a little different yeah. every day. And if you're but, prepping ahead, make sure to put those condiments not on the bread directly. You don't want that to sog it up. get moist. A wild, wacky, fun weekend of sports. And one of us will be getting punished via the Plinko board uh, today. Matt Bearden versus CJ Morgan. I currently hold a two-point lead. Barely clinging to life. Uh, we did a lot of interesting bets this weekend, and I think, uh, Matt, you're looking good. How are you feeling? Uh, I cannot remember Friday, so I don't know. That's a, a real problem I have. I, I call it show amnesia. I walk out of the door here, and my brain releases everything that happened. I've been having a pretty cool thing the last couple weeks where on Thursday, I think it's Friday. And so I come in and I'm excited about being Friday, so I'm in a good mood. But then I realize, like, oh, tomorrow's Friday. And you think that's bad, but it's not because then I get two exciting Fridays. And then instead of on Friday, me getting sad that it's already Saturday night and it's about to be Sunday, it's only Friday, so I still have Saturday ahead of me. But this Sunday, I thought it was Saturday and woke up today realizing it wasn't Sunday and I had to come to work, and that sucked. Make sense? I think I just had another stroke. Okay, good, good. Um, anyhow, on to the sports. Uh, Kansas taking on Texas in men's basketball. I do believe I called Texas winning handily in this. You did. Uh, Kansas already, already wrapped up the Big 12 championship. Texas biffed it in a loss against TCU. Uh, then a, a close one against Baylor. Texas dominated this one, but that's to be seen. Kansas, no need to hurt anyone going into the Big 12 tournament and so on and so forth. Do you think, do you still like the conference tournaments or do you think they're unnecessary? I love the conference tournaments. I don't because if you're a crappy team, it gives you one last puncher's chance of making it to the the big dance, the final, or not the final four, but the tournament. The tournament itself. But for other teams like Kansas or Texas that are already punched their ticket, it's needless, it's unnecessary, and it risks injuring some of your good players. That's for you nothing. saying that the national tournament is more important than your conference win. It and is. I think that the the conference you is win, more important. You win, but you win the conference outright by having the best record in the regular season. There's like, still a big trophy you get for winning the tournament. And trophies all tournament play is different about. than week to week play. Uh, I really like having the conference tournaments. I also like it because it's a good opportunity. Most people haven't seen UT play a single game this season. They will tune in now this weekend for the first time and see them. Okay. Uh, moving on to soccer, football. Austin FC taking on CF Montreal. FC made some adjustments uh, that I like. I liked when I looked at their lineup. Uh, it was a close one. Didn't quite super pay off, but it paid off for Matt. He picked that FC would win. They did, thanks to... Uriti, Maximilian Uriti, and John Gallagher with an amazing uh, assist for that. 1-0, FC victorious. I remembered that bet. It's the only bet I remembered. And I will say that at minute 80-something of that match, I thought, uh, CJ's going to win. I remember you picking the Suns over the Mavs because you took my advice. The Mavs will always disappoint you. It was a very close game. It came down to the wire, but Kevin Durant nailed the uh, the dagger. The Mavs had some sloppy play at the end. Uh, another one for Matt. Three points for Matt. This is good. You're, you're doing very good. Uh, John Bones Jones making his return to the UFC, now fighting for the heavyweight title. I forgot to ask you about this one. Uh, John Jones dominated. It was amazing to see him back. Uh, the best fighter in UFC history, youngest champion, uh, Undefeated, pretty much. Um, he, he lost because of a technicality. He accidentally elbowed a dude, uh, and they said, you lose right away. But well, wait, UFC. What, Why are you asking me or even talking to me about a bet we didn't make? Because I like the UFC. Uh, Shevanko, she did lose, though. She lost her championship. That was very tough. Got submitted okay. uh, in the fourth round after dominating. Okay. Uh, are you doing some weird thing where you're going to give yourself a point because yeah. it's what you would have chosen? For CJ. No. Yes. Uh, Texas Stars taking on the Milwaukee Admirals. I got to go to that match this weekend. 
Uh, and it was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Matt picked the stars. The Admirals did win, which means Matt is up 3-1 to one over CJ. So even if we do uh, the physical challenge, I will still have to come back and drop Plinko chips here in a moment. Very disappointing. Uh, Matt wins this one. Let's go through the side bets we made. Will CJ embarrass himself? You said yes. No, I thought I, thought I said no. No, I did not embarrass myself uh, at the Texas Stars hockey game. I even drill. I found a drill back in the area behind the rink to drill an extra hole in my belt so my pants didn't fall off. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. Well done. So, save yourself. so that was really good. Uh, also, we went on the ice, and I played Sean, our account executive from upstairs. You had, to, you had to make a puck into the net and then go play tic-tac-toe. I saw it. Uh, Sean made all of his pucks. He took his time. I missed three in a row. But it came down to the last puck, and I heard the crowd cheering because he had already made his, and he was running to block my tic-tac-toe, but in him blocking, he would win. He was way ahead of me by the time I turned around. So I ran and slid on the ice. He leapt, like dude. Go, like leapt and slid, like going into home base. Ice hurts. And plop. It, dude, my thigh still hurts, but I plopped that X down, and the crowd did go wild. So Can was, I say nice. that you would have left everyone on the broadcasting and air side of this building? You would have let us all down if you had let Sales win. And I didn't. Uh, he dominated me, but uh, did not. Also, he made a big mistake. He gave me a tip. Uh, for how to shoot a hockey puck, which is you have your body face the goal instead of sideways like golf. That helped me. But I gave him a tip on how to walk on ice and what he was wearing. So kind of evened out, but I won. I forgot how competitive I am. Has he played hockey before? I think as a kid, but still, I won, point being. Uh, Will anyone say, did you know to me? Did not happen. Matt said yes. Will someone ask about former coworkers? Sadly, did not happen. Um, Did you talk to anyone? Besides Sean of the game. Yes, uh, we did an event. We were in the tent out before, so I dominated people at Paper, Rock, Scissors for... Uh, you just had a dominating weekend, didn't you? I did. Uh, we, we had a new kid uh, working promotions, and he's like, oh, yeah, just take a shirt. And I was like, dude, you just can't give away all our shirts. Because you know how it is before a hockey game. The, there's a crowd everywhere, and if you let... One kid kept coming up and taking stuff off the table, so I started making people play me in Paper, Rock, Scissors, didn't realize how good I was, and so no one was getting shirts. So finally, I started giving them away. Uh, anyhow, let's come back, and I'm going to drop a Plinko chip, and that will instantly punish me. We brought back Punishment Plinko. Uh, last week, Matt and I both dropped a chip. I had to put $20 in the piggy bank, and Matt uh, got ketchup dropped on his satchel. Uh, and that that was pretty bad, dude. I, I'm sorry. I was aiming for more of the pelvic uh, tummy region. You got no, you got you got right on the bottom of the nard. The Dude, part you, that you really gives your you legs a... to protect it, but you had a bulge, and I nailed it. Video online, by the way, uh, that also created something very uncomfortable with our coworker Nick. Yeah, he's mad because we used his ketchup bottle. Like I have got pants on. Like what does he think happened? I don't know, but it also led to more stuff in the studio. I think Nick and I are both territorial with our space and our stuff. And we both like having a clean, organized studio, but we don't need ketchup in here. He put a note on it and said, ketchup is for eating, not Matt's crotch. And so I put a note on that said, ketchup goes in the kitchen, sauce for Matt's crotch goes in the studio. I wish we would have done this a long time ago. And now the ketchup's gone. Because the ketchup used to sit over here where I sit, and we'd have guests in, sometimes attractive-looking young ladies. And they would look over here and politely talk to me. While sitting next to a giant vat of ketchup over Dude, here. When I first, <laughs> what do they think of me? When I first moved over to 101X, this studio was nasty and disgusting. We had mice in here. Yeah, there our, was a time Our dear love, sweet here. former co-worker, she had all kinds of food and tea things, but it was all expired. And then our engineer, Chuck, got a cart to put it all on, which still didn't solve the problem because it was all a bunch of bad food. And I was new at 101X, so I'm like, I can't just rearrange stuff because I'm not the morning show like right. I used to across the hall when I was on another station I would piss off the morning show by cleaning and reorganizing but after two days it was like oh at least the studio's clean yeah uh, but finally we have no ketchup in the studio you did it uh, so that means dong plong cannot be a punishment for today but now it's time to drop a chip
Oh, you can still do a dong plong. There's this full Yeti tumbler over here. Yeah, I'm sure we, we could, could throw find. that up in the air and hit you in the uh, the old sack. Sure All right, uh, CJ's uh, walking over to our giant uh, punishment plinko board. Remember, lame shows use a punishment wheel. Uh, you can hear that jingle in the back, and burf, sure enough, we got right the chili bowl. into the chili bowl, which means he has to put a bowl on his head, and I'm going to take a razor, and I am going to slice into his skin around the bowl cutting his head wide open, yes. he will bleed out, yes. and then die in the uh, studio. That's question. not how it works. Who gets oh. to keep the scalp? Yeah, uh, how does the uh, chili bowl work? Uh, oh. I put a bowl in my head, and then you shave around it. I, I can't do that to you. Do you just want to do another Z? What's a Z? Oh, cut another Z. I just feel like you're... <sighs> Your wife's starting to get upset with me. Like, I've noticed that she said, hey, aren't you supposed to be the responsible one? Why Correct. do you keep allowing him to do these things? Uh, oh, man. We got to do it, though. Right? It's a punishment. I mean, I'm not excited about it, but it'll be funny for the radio. Now that I realize that your poor fiance has been getting upset, I don't know if I can... You know what I mean? Should we just do another Z, then? I'll do a Z. Let's well, do I'll a Z instead. Shoot it right down the middle. That would look pretty cool. No, no, no. Like a big old butt. He's uh, I. He's God. plugging him in, man. He's bent over to try to plug this in, and that that bottom plug down there. And <laughs> should we just shave your butt? Is that what we should oh, do right Jesus. now? Oh Jesus! I didn't get a look at that, but I have seen it before. I think we should. Boy, this thing does not have much power. Oh man, it's going to tug those hairs. It is going to hurt, so let's be a, a little careful. Okay, uh, can I ask uh, a favor, Spence? Do you mind if you do a little narrating here? Because I'm getting ready to get busy, busy. Okay. CJ's filming, so uh, Matt. So I lost the bet. So Matt is now moving me around to. Wait, you have to cut this. This doesn't stretch. Okay. Okay. Go. All right. So, Shaven, he is just starting on the left side of CJ's head. You can watch the video up after this segment here. I think we'll try to put it. Like, 101x.com, but man, that razor is extremely quiet. I'm not even, I can't hear anything from He's here. He's doing a pretty damn good job. Okay. Uh, he's actually making nice line work. I can kind of see the video. Okay. Now, Matt, in the past, hasn't quite worked as a uh, barber, but he, uh, he, he claims he's good at it. So hopefully it comes out something nice, but... Oh, man. I've got practice from the last time we in the holiday party. Yeah. <laughs> so he's no! like, Why did you do that? Uh, uh, he was getting on. Uh, oh, he made a little Z. I wanted to see the bowl, man. It, it's too, I, I was down to do the bowl, but Matt's right. That would have uh, taken a lot of time, and I would have gotten extremely I, nervous last over time here I by shaved, myself. Last time I shaved my head during a bet, um, I did a Hunter S. Thompson thing, and then had to. I was in a friend's wedding, and she was not happy. Uh, but now I got a cool Z, so I'll take that. I gotta say, I'm kind of really happy with this. Like, that looks good, doesn't it? Let me see that again. Thank you. Thank Actually, you. yeah, it's way better than if, the last time if for only sure. We had Nick's ketchup in the studio, so I could have pretended uh, that he cut me. That would have been a good bit, right? No. More things to look forward to in the month of March. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to. S- Say that, that I'm a nerd. Yes, lots of stuff to nerd out over in the month of March. Uh, we discussed a little bit of stuff, but first and foremost, in our little humble neck of the woods, South by Southwest. Woo! Wow! Yay. Here. Uh, we're going to be doing the show live from uh, our spot in Cahoots, uh, interviewing bands and people and comedians and ourselves. And ourselves. <laughs> uh, this is also my wow. first South by Southwest in three years. Uh, <laughs> two years of COVID, one year where I actually had COVID. Yeah. yeah. So I have not been uh, in the middle of this for a while, which is weird because before that, I think 13 years doing South by Southwest. That was wow. a stretch, yeah. Which is a lot. Uh, wow. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'll tell you, by sleeping in station vehicles, taking yes. Adderall. Yes. There was a lot that went to it. Um, so it's going to be fun to, to get back into the mix, even though it does stress me out. Uh, but South by Southwest, big badass thing uh, that happens in Austin every year. And I know a lot of people get mad about it, but listen, it really does help our economy. And I don't just mean by hotels and restaurants, but... Straight up, a lot of venues make their nut uh, during South by. Yeah, they, yeah the money, definitely. The, it keeps them operating for the entire year because they make so damn much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not a badge or music wristband holder, don't worry. 
our uh, our thing's entirely free. And Yay. then Emily's working on something tomorrow of how to party free for South by Southwest. Oh, so. yeah, because I am cheap and I know how to do it. Yep. Uh We'll get into all that. Uh, also, things to nerd out for in March, uh, Daylight Savings Time. It's very exciting. Spencer and I get very sad and lonely in here. By the end of the night, Emily, you're already gone by then, but it starts to get dark in here. Yeah. Oh. Now it's starting to get light, and it's going to be lighter, which currently it makes you sad because we get out of here just in time for the sun to go down. Yeah, right but now, yeah. Now we're going to get out of the studio and still have like an hour of light once Whee! that changes. It's going to feel interesting. I'm going to like it. I like. I, I prefer it when the sun's out because I'm like, oh, cool. I feel like I still have time to so enjoy my day Enjoy something. your day. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars are coming up March 12th, also Daylight Savings Time. Uh, March Madness and the Women's Tournament right around the corner. So two brackets filled with basketball fun. Cannot wait for the Texas Longhorns to disappoint us again. Yay. A lot of movies coming out. Highly anticipated ones. Uh, 65 is opening this week. That's the Ooh. Adam Driver dino movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the Adam Driver. Uh, yeah, why do they call it 65, man? That's just 65 a, million years no, ago. No, I know, but it's like, if I come to someone, hey, have you seen 65? They'll be like, what are you talking about? They should have called it 65. 69. what? <laughs> uh, Creed 3 opens Friday. Uh, uh, that's two badass actors. Um, I cannot wait Michael for that. Michael B. Jordan, baby. Um, Scream 6, highly anticipated, March 10th. It's got Miss Wednesday Adams in it. it Jenna Ortega. Uh, did you I see her that. eat hot wings recently? Did not. Still want to watch it. Did you, did you watch forward it? to. Yeah. Uh, John Wick, Chapter 4. Jonathan Wick. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. Uh, <laughs> Mandalorian started. Uh, already got to watch that. Oh, yeah? Um, it was the first episode's very much set up. Not a lot happening. Sure. It's, it was but okay. But it's our uh, daddy, Pedro Pascal, again. I know. And I we're going to we're gonna run out of Last of Us episodes. Uh, <laughs> the last okay. one is coming up. Oh. And, uh, uh, lots of holidays, including my birthday, St. Patrick's Day, which Woo! is on a Friday. Dude, nice. Can't wait for that. Uh, we also have Spencer for our Today's the Greatest, National Cereal Day, Ranch Dressing Day, Pie Day, Crunchy Taco Day, Puppy mm. Day. Those are on the way. And Waffle Day. Wow. Oh, coming Waffle this month. Day. So, uh. so much to do. But back to South by Southwest, uh, as I mentioned, we'll, we have a free broadcast, free live music that you can go and hang with us at, in cahoots. Um, I have not done it, like I said, in a couple years. The landscape's going to be different, but I I feel like I'm a pretty good South by navigator. Oh, I can believe it. Uh, just for so many years of doing this massive festival. Um, Emily, have you really got to experience it yet? Like, what's your take as being a UT student? Yeah. And then being, like, new working in radio. Is this something you get excited about? I, I do still get excited about it, uh, except for a lot of my South By has always been to work and not right. necessarily to enjoy. You were so on the promo side, so you had to help yeah. set up a lot of stuff so and events. before and- I even worked here, I actually uh, worked for South by South West as a volunteer. So I used to volunteer for the comedy club uh, or the comedy crew for South by Southwest. Shout out them. And then I got the job here. So then I started doing promotional stuff for our team with South by. And then last year was well, and then COVID and then I didn't have a job and whatever. Anyways. And then last year uh, was the time that I ever had a badge and I had a film badge and nobody else that I knew had a film badge, oh, and man. so yeah, don't get sandbagged by other people. I um yeah, I didn't, and I went and I saw so many films. I saw the premiere of uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Right, that's I where you saw, saw that, uh, bodies, 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 which was incredible. That's supposed to be good. I haven't seen it yet. I saw um, X, and I just saw like a bunch of amazing Everything movies everywhere all at once too. Right, um, I didn't actually get to see that one. No, but not I've seen later. it mm. since then, and. Yeah. This year will be my first time having a music badge. So you get to heavily go and just see mm-hmm. some showcases. Yeah. Nice. So after I do, you know, after I do the morning show, then after and I do the show. afternoon show, and then after I'll go and do, I'll go, I'll hey, go and do you're stuff. You're young. You got it. Just grab a key to a station vehicle uh, in case you need a nap. Yeah. That's make a good sure idea. to just pack a bunch of B vitamins and make sure to eat. You'll be, you'll be good. Here's what I do. Mm-hmm. Once you're exhausted and the broadcast is done, take half an Adderall, uh, lay down the promotions table in the 101X van, dump all the T-shirts on top, Yes. <laughs> sleep for like an hour, and then the Adderall will kick in and you'll wake up. And then at like 
11.30 p.m. when you need that extra kick, take the second half. Oh, my gosh. Drugs, that's how you do it. 101X. It's the C.J. Morgan Show. I joined a not-a-cult cult. Congratulations. Thank you. You've, uh, that's my dream. Yeah? yeah? Is to join a not-a-cult cult? To run a cult. Oh, but, to run. Well, know, but this know. isn't a cult. It's a nautical cult. It's a nautical cult. That's yes. what they say. And you join. I did. Wait, wait, wait. It's a nautical cult? Like yes. it's about the water and the sea? Or it's a not a cult cult? It is not nautical a cult, cult. Okay. cult. I want to start a nautical <laughs> cult even better. Yeah, the captain. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, here's the deal. It's yeah. probably on the face a nautical cult. And they mm-hmm. make jokes. I bet they have social media. I bet they're out there about it. But then eventually you'll be approached to join the inner circle. Yes. And that's when you know it's a cult. Of course. Okay, so tell us about this not a cult cult. Okay, well, it's called the Star Bandits, okay? And Mm. I am actually very excited uh, to talk about them because I've talked about them a little bit on the morning show and, you know, I've, like, goofed around. But after last night, I've realized this not a cult cult is very wholesome. And I would, and I think that this is a very cool experience that I would like okay. to share with the world. Star, Star this already bandits. sounds like I am trying to convince you into something, very uh, into like an MLM or something. Is this- <laughs> oh, do you guys take pictures of the stars? Is that what y'all do? No. Um, it all started whenever early in college when some of my friends, uh, so some of these people are people that I knew from high school who then met other people in college and then they introduced their high school friends. So we're all connected in weird ways, but started off uh, about three years ago when a couple of people came together and they were all living together, a bunch of dudes in a house in Austin, because that's what you need to do to survive here, right? It's like five to eight people in one house to be able to pay rent. And all of them are artists. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Artists or filmmakers or musicians. Getting paid an exposure, baby. And so, yeah, (laughs) they weren't getting paid a lot, and but they were in their free time when they weren't, you know, working at the pizza restaurants or doing whatever side job. Yeah, they were creating these projects together and they wanted to to, like name their group something. So they came up with the Star Bandits. Okay. And then it kind of grew from there. Then it became like, okay, there's like an initiation process. Okay, there's we're going to make one of the the guys in the group makes like jewelry. And so he made like little star pink earrings for everybody. This already sounds like a budding community. Let's Uh uh, let's see your ring. Uh, Oh, oh my gosh. Don't call me out on the radio. I'm not wearing it right now. Oh, no. You're not a true Star Bandit. I I got it earlier this week. You're still a neophyte. So you, is there a, a trial period membership or yeah, there's no, gotta be a no, cast system is, or something? This is a full on thing. Um, okay. But let me tell you about the initiation that I went to. Yes, please. So I have been friends with these people for now, the entire time that the star bands have been alive. Okay. And well, three years, that's what I meant. And I've always been like, why am I not a star bandit? Like, what the heck? Why have I never creative. been invited? I hang You're out with artsy. these people. Exactly. And then one day I asked earlier this year, I was like, hey, can I be a star bandit? And they were like, congratulations, you passed the test. Yes. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, that's how you become a star bandit is you oh, have nice. to ask. Okay. So hmm. um, then I had some people, you know, uh, endorse me. And then here we are. And they they did this initiation. And this is their first time doing like an initiation giant event. Normally they just do it in somebody's house. But for the third year, they decided to go all out. And I'm so proud of what they put on. And it was such a cool experience. And it made me realize that artists in Austin can actually accomplish things. Yeah, they're pretty good. In enough numbers. Wow. No, I know that sounds bad, but it's just, you know, Austin has become such like a tech bro guru that I just forget that people like this are actually allowed to thrive sometimes in their own little communities. So they got a... um, a venue somewhere. Uh, it was at like it was at Austin Comedy Club. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's like no. Tiger's Den something. It's off of the Fourth Street, I think. Huh. Um, but huh. they got a little venue. It was super cute. They had food catered uh, at the beginning. They had a couple of things that they all wanted to vote on. Vote on as a collective, <laughs> which was sweet. And then uh, they decided to do a little film festival where they projected all of the films that all the star bandits have made throughout the year to show all their friends and family. So cute, right? And then um, afterwards, they did uh, the ring ceremony and everybody gave a speech. I had to give a speech and I was so nervous. Really? I was so intimidated by all of them. You talk for a living. I know. 
I know, but they were all just so passionate. And I just got up there and was like, I don't know what to say, but thank you for for having me join. Um, no, do you get like a new name under the star banditry? Or I don't do think you get, so. Yeah, renaming of, is a big part. Some of mm-hmm. the like h- hardcore star bandits have tattoos. Okay. Not you, ready you, for that one. Did you receive Branding. a title upon initiation? Initiate, um, perhaps. No. They, okay. they did write a couple of things on my slideshow that were like, it was like number two, hmm. number two biggest Taylor Swift fan in the group. I Oof. think I got that title. Not even number one. Wow. Um, I think the other one was uh, something about, like, used to be a Shane Dawson fan. Don't know who put that Ooh. one down, but that was embarrassing. Yikes. Um, no, you said uh, the collective voted on some stuff in the yeah. group. Uh, but the biggest thing we're missing here, is there a charismatic leader? No. Or is, Okay, Ooh. then it's definitely not a cult. Or mm-hmm. is there a single concept idea or yes. godlike persona that oh. is at not it doesn't have to be godlike but a a concept idea figure or something central to the group that is yeah okay so that was one of the things they voted on they wanted to define what a star bandit was oh and they defined it in this meeting as uh because they kind of tried to leave it open because they want you know other people to join and they defined it as um, a person who is an artist who also seeks adventure. And that is, are the qualifications wow. to being a star bandit. I like it. It's very but vague. Anyone can join. In all, <laughs> and like, in all honesty, not jokes aside, it's pretty cool because now that they have created this group of artists, they are going to start trying to do uh, philanthropic things as well. So they're going to start doing like charity drives and like reach out to the community. And it's just... I don't know. It made me very happy to see all of my friends thriving despite the city not really being supportive. And it's like the more that artists work together rather than compete against one another. But I don't know. A leaderless group is like a ship without a rudder. (laughs) Why? Uh, Just because uh, democracy uh, and people itself will, will flutter. We naturally gravitate mm. towards what, leadership. What, what artists call this is, quote-unquote, creative differences. Yes, <laughs> yes. Usually in the in the world, so. Yes. Hopefully there's some, I don't know, hopefully all can contain, yeah. but I feel like CJ is upset that he wasn't invited to lead. That he wasn't invited. There was also a... No, you uh, don't start out as a leader. You you begin as a group member and then... Yeah. Well, Emma well, is you a member a, now. I am a member now, so oh, if you'd like to join... No, I can, but... You can be my puppet leader, and I will teach you how to rise to I, the top. Oh. For one, would just like to know what a star bandit is. It's, it's just a person. Whatever, it's a title. It's whatever you are. It's a. Oh. It's an artist with a sense of adventure. I'm just thinking too hard about it, I guess. You, you kind of are. Oh. They also, at the end of the event, had a cool... Uh, some of the, the star bandits became a band, so I got to watch their <laughs> band. And oh, I will nice. say, as somebody who works in the music industry, I'm a very judgy person when I see live music. I was genuinely very impressed. All right. So, so you if know? you want to join a group of artists that make you watch their YouTube videos and then listen to their songs, <laughs> okay, w- yeah. welcome to any co-op in Dorm in Austin. It Yay. is basically that. You're right. Cut my life into pieces. Another suspicious death in the lake is being investigated, and it is another sign that there is a serial killer. The Lake Austin Siren afoot. Not true. Okay, that's probably not true, uh, especially in this case. uh, But yes, a woman was pronounced dead after being pulled from a vehicle in Lake Austin early this morning around Mm. 3.37 a.m. Neighbors were calling saying someone was screaming for help. Uh, First responders arrived about 10, 20 minutes later, found a vehicle submerged in the water about 20 feet from the edge and were able to uh, pull a person out. Life-saving measures were performed. Unfortunately, the person was pronounced dead on the scene. And again, uh, APD said they are investigating it as a suspicious death, uh, but they said there's no foul play suspected. However, homicide investigators are still on the scene uh, investigating, looking Mm. at it. So this is uh, now two deaths in one week in or near the lake. And Mm. I'm not going to go the serial killer route every day because that's disrespectful of uh, people that have passed away. But it is a dumb, fun thing to talk about in the midst of what is some weird tragedy. Yeah. And like we said yesterday, that lake's dangerous. Yeah, man. Very dangerous. You better bring your uh, water shoes. Uh, That sucks, man. It sounds really sad that she might have been trapped and, you know, 
in a vehicle. Make me really sad here. Thanks a lot. It is really sad, but what's uh, even sadder is the Lake Austin Siren. Though this might not be a case of foul play relating to Austin's most infamous serial killer. We we even had a Jack the Ripper back in the 1800s. This is clearly a sign something mysterious is happening. I don't think anyone's heard of this serial killer that's not real. The Lake Austin Siren. It's not a thing. Guiding young men to their deaths near Rainy Street and off of docks while partying for the boat. You know, uh, I will say... A lot of these uh, s- seem like late nights and alcohol could possibly be involved, so take uh, extra steps But for those sort of circumstances. Why do you want there to be a killer so badly? I don't. Though. I want there to be a killer being caught. That's what I want. Yeah, but th- there would still be a killer, though. And I want them arrested sure. and tried you just want to get- so they can't kill again. You want credit for naming them. <laughs> That's all you want to be in the Wikipedia page for uh, this killer. <laughs> radio DJ uh, BJ Corey. Yes, how they get it wrong. Yeah, that would be great. That would happen. Did you know? Uh, About to find out. Uh, yes, now we're going to know. We're kind of uh, continuing our uh, tradition, not tradition, sorry. Uh, uh, this week with Texas Legends session and uh, an article that was just published with the weirdest laws in all 50 states. Thought we would continue and go through this. Surprisingly, Fox News published the full list, which is weird because Fox News seems seems to like a lot of rules. So the fact that they're making fun of these, I don't get uh, it. But they, they just don't like these ones, I guess. Did you know in Maine uh, there's no gambling allowed at the airport? You cannot gamble. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if they have legal casinos there or not. Uh, if they're Native American tribes, I assume they might. But at the airport, you cannot gamble there. Uh, kind of be honest with you. Anytime you get on a plane, hey, you're gambling. Yeah. Uh, very true. And the saddest thing that maybe it's good because the saddest thing in the world is when you fly into Las Vegas for an exciting weekend and you're looking at the people in the airport mm. still hitting those slot machines, just trying to, uh, Oh, I just meant Oof. eating a, a gigantic hot dog and a barbecue sandwich before you get on a little tiny plane with only Turbulence. one toilet. Yeah. That's uh, that's the gamble uh, I meant. Did you know? Oh. If you're in Massachusetts and you sing the national anthem in public, you have to sing the whole thing. Oh, man. Got to sing the whole thing. If you stop halfway through, uh, $100 fine. No half-assers I, or lazies. I don't know who knows the lyrics. I don't know who's calling the cops. On the, here's the other thing. The National Anthem has three whole verses. Does that mean I have to sing all three of them? Because nobody in this country knows number two and number three. No, I know the Rockets part because that's when the fireworks start going off. That's, that's all about we it. know. Yeah, uh, know. We need a new national anthem. It's boring. <laughs> Written. Let's make it 30 seconds long and then we can all appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Did you know in Michigan, a 1913 law made it illegal to be drunk on a train, but in Minnesota, being drunk in public anywhere isn't a crime. Uh, yeah, I was gonna yes. say, there's no way in Minnesota Heck you yes. can. Okay, that I love makes that sense. Minnesota is respecting Minnesota. the drunks. <laughs> well, they're also uh, it's the people. They're the they're German Norwegian. Uh, they're tailgating all the time. Yeah, dude, it's it's the beer. Snow. Wisconsin and, Min- and it's beer. It's we beer, need it. You can't go without it. It's cold. Yeah. What else are you gonna do? It's it, it, the sun goes down at noon. <laughs> Did you know? In Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, no swearing in public if two or more people are around. No cussing in Mississippi. Wait, so you can Uh, curse to yourself, but you can't curse if two or more people. So I can't curse if somebody else is near me, but I'm allowed to legally curse out loud if I'm on my own. Yes. What if if you miss the bus and the bus is departing, but there's technically still people in public? Are they in earshot? Are the windows down in the bus? Are you schizophrenic and have multiple... There's There's a a difficult law to police, I think, so... All right. Well, did you know? (laughs) Let's go to the great state of Nebraska. Um, It is illegal to get married if you have an STD. We've read this before, and did you know? Yeah, I knew that. Uh, You can't... But what constitutes... What if you have a cold sore on your lip? Can you not get married? You got HPV. We all have that. You can't get married. What is it? What exactly does it, does it count mean? if you kiss someone? You get the common cold. I guess that's not sexually. Well, if you're getting it from kissing, kissing it is. Yeah. Hmm. Where are you kissing? Hmm, I'm not telling. <laughs> yeah, you silly goose. Uh, <laughs> the butt. Kissing the butt. Uh, the, 
the good thing is, is um, usually you'll be more immune Heine. to catching things in Are Nebraska. Are still there trying to figure out a name for a butt? Because yeah, you're sorry. marrying your cousin. So, you know what? I didn't form this well. Let's go home. <laughs> I'm sorry I distracted you with I was butts. Trying to, <laughs> I was enjoying one more. I wanted one more, you know. Backside. Rump. If you were a Taco Bell hot sauce, which one would you be? How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Emily found us some great clickbait because I have a theory. They all taste the same. Oh, I have that theory, too. um, Wait. Incorrect. The black-labeled one is the only that tastes a little different. That's the one I get. The fire one tastes a bit more like Chipotle tomato-y. Okay. But before that... Before that, yeah, I kind of feel like hot and mild were very similar. Hot, so. mild, and Diablo are all the same. And none of them are that hot. Incorrect. No. <laughs> but maybe No, it's, fire's not even hot. I like it just how it tastes. Maybe it speaks to the deliciousness of the Taco Bell itself that the sure. uh, tacos overpower the sauce. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Um, recently, sure. I bought Spencer some Taco Bell that we enjoyed, the new... Crunchwrap melts. Yeah, that was great. Um, so those those aren't bad, but they are uh, good. they're surprisingly really good. <laughs> I do like having a touch of sauce on the lettuce and crispy shell or the mm-hmm. burrito, but it's time to find out as a show. Oof, man! Which Taco Bell hot sauce will we be? Yep, and uh, let me remind you how we do quizzes here on the show is we answer as the C.J. Morgan Show. So just imagine that the C.J. Morgan Show is sure. its own person. One person, now, it is. Still yep. have, like the green sauces and stuff for this quiz. Like I know they don't really. Um, I'm, not, I'm sure. not sure. We're gonna have to find out. All right. Um. So the first question: How would the C.J. Morgan Show describe itself? Easygoing, spontaneous, ambitious, or loyal? Spontaneous, I feel like. Definitely. Spontaneous. I've seen the dog pongs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a squirrel. What's your, what does our perfect vacation look like? Relaxing at a resort, camping on the beach, rock climbing in national parks, or going to a theme park? Camping at the beach. I feel like we talk a lot about camping. And I'm a beach boy. Yeah. Yeah. Very much a beach boy, so let's do that. Okay. Next up, what is your favorite genre of music? And the only options are sad, pop, rock, heavy metal, or salsa. Well, I mean, rock. Yeah. We're going to just go with rock. We're yeah. going to go with rock. Uh, pick <laughs> something to eat with hot sauce. Eggs, mm. pizza, spicy chicken wings, or tamales? This uh, is a stupid question because spicy chicken wings, like you have to have a hot sauce with it. Sure. Just, just eat all of them with um, it. I love eggs uh, with hot sauce, with some tapatio or whatever. Mm. Um, I mm. I have trouble eating eggs without it now. Love, yeah. and, and if I'm eating chicken and waffles, which has syrup, whatever it is, sure. I love hot sauce on eggs. But oh, y'all man. feel free to, to I, take another. I'm feeling that pizza, baby. I like putting some hot sauce on pizza. On pizza? See, yeah, I get Creamy Italian dressing for my pizza. I'm yeah. also a ranch on pizza kind of girl, mm. and I am more for putting Louisiana hot sauce on my eggs. Yep. yep. Okay. So I okay. think we're going to have to go with eggs. Huevos. Yes. Uh, okay. So next up, uh, it says pick an image of fire, and I'll just describe them to you. First one is a man burning. Yes. <laughs> the, se- <laughs> the second one are uh, logs burning. The third one is like a lighter. And then the fourth one is just an ominous photo of a bunch of, it looks like hell. I like uh, the logs burning because we talked about camping. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the man being on fire because I don't no. want to set myself on fire because I play with fire a lot. I feel like our uh, show, though, is more of a lighter situation because we're kind of edgy, but we're mm. like, we're the kind of people where you're at a venue and somebody's like, hey, you got a lighter? And you're like, yeah. You like, that's what the CJ Morgan show is. When you first came across the logs one, just something about it felt right. So I feel like we've got to pick wanna the go logs. You want to go logs? Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. the logs All right. too. Go on logs. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay, you are you ready to know? Which Taco Bell hot sauce we are. According to this clickbaity BuzzFeed test. So the CJ Morgan show is 
the hot Taco Bell sauce mm, okay. says that we have. That's the one I'm always disappointed to get when I ask for fire and they don't give it oh. to me. Same when people turn on 101X. <laughs> That's true. They're, they want to hear they something hear else stained. on the radio. And then they hear us Someone instead. else or music and then they mm. hear us so they're disappointed. Yep. But we're there. That's true. So they keep us. That's right. And we yeah, just yeah. sit in a drawer with other condiments. Yeah, um, exactly. Until, just in case. You yeah. know, they throw yeah. us out one day. Or wow. as BuzzFeed says, you have a kick to you, but overall you're an <laughs> easygoing person. You like to have a plan, but you don't mind the occasional spontaneous adventure. You're also a people person, loved by many and hated by few. I don't know. You gotta I read our know. emails. These are Watch out, Maverick. AI's coming. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or wired? We're going to determine that with Matt Bearden, AI, all the hot gossip recently. It seems like just yesterday that what we were talking about was AI beating people at chess. Yes. Yeah, Big Blue or whatever that was. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you that I'm kind of longing for the days where AI was challenging people in chess. Uh, According to a new report. Would you like to play a game? According to a new report, uh, an AI-powered fighter pilot has bested humans in a real-life dogfight. It won the contest in 90 seconds. Uh, we can't get auto-driving cars? What the hell? Yeah, yeah they'll, no. they'll, they reckon the curb still. <laughs> AI-flying planes are beating uh, planes flown by humans. They say really the biggest thing about this is, look, first of all, the AI can calculate Way faster than a human brain can. It doesn't have to deal with the pressure and stresses of actual flying at and uh, keeping itself alive. Kind of. Well, Spencer hit on it. They're saying the number one thing going on right now is they realize that the AI doesn't care if it dies. So it'll take risks, and it's not going to get yelled at by its lieutenant commander for wasting a sixty million dollar jet. There's a similar study with like drivers on NASCAR, and then they played this game Gran Turismo, which is extremely realistic simulation. They beat uh, each individual driver beat all of their times by over like maybe five seconds or so because they didn't have to worry about crashing and burning. So it's an interesting concept. And the AI uh, also does uh, uh, it doesn't do the flybys at the tower, which you know the lieutenant commander hates. Well, this is pretty amazing. Uh, They're saying, look, they 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 say that the scalability of this is going to happen very quickly. Oh yeah, and we are wartime stuff. We're going to AI powered warplanes. Very quickly. The less we can kill we get, and fight with humans, sure, but... Can we get we, nanny we, robots at least? We've all seen the, this in Terminator. Nanny robots, we've seen that with the three laws in uh, iRobot. It always goes bad. However, Matt, I might need to send this to you because my brain not work. Uh, I read a scientific piece about um, why AI actually won't take over. And it, it, it this guy tried to mathematically and using theoretical science brain to explain why AI is actually not a threat, whereas Hawking did think it was a threat. Well, I'm not even talking about AI taking over the whole world. I'm saying that the AI is going to take over the skies and that uh, whoever controls the skies kind of controls wars. Here, You would think that I'd be calling this one wired, right? Oh, my God, this is amazing. Here's the problem. Guess where the story appeared? Uh, Where? The South China Morning Post. Um, This AI... It's not owned by us, and it's not operated by us. Oh, uh, China man. currently has this AI that's winning dogfights in less than 90 seconds. Way to go, China. Well, they're saying that, but we'll see. Mm, okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.